You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. We're talking about conquering negative thinking in recovery. I've got mindset coach Mike Kelly with us today. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am doing so well, guys. Mike Kelly is a mindset coach at uh, Reworking Mindsets. Is that the name of your company? Reworking Mindsets, right? Correct. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. I was so thrilled to have you on today, Mike, because, you know, this whole negative thinking thing, everybody has negative thinking, but people that are in recovery, especially people in early recovery that are trying to rebuild their lives, or maybe they've been in recovery forever, right? They've been like me. They've just been, you know, they've been in it for a while, right? And they find themselves having negative thinking more than they would like to, this whole idea of how do you kind of conquer this? How do you get over this whole negative thinking trap? How do you know if you have it? Uh, so I'm so glad to have you on today. Um, I know you had your own kind of path with negative thinking, right? You, you've gone through it yourself personally. What was your journey in this whole negative thinking issue? Absolutely. First, thanks for having me. Um, my path is just realizing first what negative thinking is. And everyone has negative thoughts. That's common. That's typical. That's okay. But negative thinking is when those take over, when that's a majority of your thoughts, you focus on the bad, you focus on the unfortunate, and it's tough to get out of that kind of spiral and just that constant snowball of thinking about what's bad, what's not going well, the the, the negative aspects of life. Um, and your thoughts are kind of like a snowball, whatever you focus on, whatever you give attention to, they will just kind of continue, get bigger and keep that momentum rolling. So if you find yourself thinking about negative things and you continue to focus on what's bad and further aspects of, you know, what's not going well, what's not working out, just anything that's not favorable for you, it will continue to snowball. So my experience of that. It's happened in a lot of different areas, in career, in sports, in social situations, just what's going on in the country, in the world. Uh, COVID was a big one for me personally, and I think for a lot of people, uh, just with a lot of different unknown things happening. And what you give your attention to is what will will continue to happen and, and snowball, like I was just saying. You know what? Uh, I love that when you say what you give your attention to, because I found that you know, my path with negative thinking is, is I had to kind of make a decision, right? Very similar to people that are in recovery. You know, they have to make a decision. It's like, you know what? Hey, I, this doesn't work for me anymore. I can't do this anymore. Right. So there's this demarcation line kind of, and I found that also with negative thinking. I remember in very early sobriety, Mike, I, I said to myself, you know what? I've got to retrain the way that I think. Because I'm constantly going to, you know, fear, anxiety, worry. And if I want to live my best recovered life and be a high performer and do all this, I, I'm, I'm going to have to let go of this. And for me, it was really, I, you know, I just want to use the word neurologistic programming because that, that's kind of what I had to do. I kind of, in a way, brainwashed myself to start looking at everything very positive. And I've had people in my life to say, you know, hey, Damon, even when things are bad, you tend to will say something like really super positive, even if it's realistic or not. But I, I kind of trained myself to do it. Is this a habit, Mike? Like, 
is this just a, it's a habit, right? It's something that you could teach yourself and to become a more positive person. Absolutely. Yeah. And you said it perfectly. It starts with being intentional and making that choice. You have to decide that this isn't working for me. Clearly this is not working. I have to make a choice and do something else. And what is the flip from negative thinking? It's positive thinking. It's focusing on the good, focusing on what you're grateful for, you know, all the things in your life that are they're happening that are good for you or even the bad things, but there's a good aspect to it. It's just shifting your perception and how you view things. And that's a, a big start and in, in where to go from there. I, I, I love that about perspective, you know, and really the gratitude part of it, you know, in recovery, gratitude lists are huge. When people come in, if they're negative, typically a 12-step sponsor will have them write a a gratitude list of what their gratitude so so much so that it's almost like a joke of like oh my god if i see another gratitude list or another gratitude text chain right i'm going to throw up like it 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 could be it could be a little overwhelming but it is really the it is really a magic key mike this whole thing of gratitude of being able to kind of look outside of your current perspective you know i found and I'd, I'd love to hear your personal experience with this because I found that being negative shut me off from opportunities that were just as prevalent because I think it was easier for me to see the negative. So in a way, I became lazy. And it does take a little bit more, I found, um, focus and willingness to sometimes pursue the positive. But when I do that, it's right there, just like the negative. So many times there's much more positive an opportunity. I just don't see it. Does that, does that make sense? A hundred percent. And I think uh, a lot of that has to do with society. There's so many shows and songs and just what people talk about, what people post on social media and it's complaining. Oh, it's Monday. Monday sucks. Well, does Monday suck or does everyone else say Monday sucks? So you think it does, you know, you could have the best day ever today if you decide to, and you focus on that, but if you see 20 other people talking about how awful it was and it's Monday and I'm dreading this, then it's easy to fall into that kind of trap of what everyone else is doing. Um, and just like that list, like it's kind of funny that you say that it's almost, you know, frustrating when you write down so many things that you're grateful for, but a lot of people do the opposite and don't even realize it. They complain about so much and this is going wrong and that's going wrong. And if you look at the world in a different way and you focus on positivity and gratitude, it's just as kind of sickening and frustrating to see someone fall into that too. It, it is, you know, I, sometimes I, you know, sometimes when I'm in a, the really positive space, right. And I could kind of see it and things are really working when I'm around people who will start the conversation off is let me tell you three things about what's not going well for me. Right. Yeah. Sometimes depending on my relationship with them, I'll stop them and say, before we do that, tell me a couple things that are going really well. And, you know, I've done that actually with like family members and stuff. Say, stop, you know, tell me a couple things that went really well. And you could hear their mind going a little bit. And, and usually the first thought is, is like nothing. And I go, nothing? 
Like nothing, you know, and I've, I've, I've had sponsees and people that I've worked with in recovery. I'm like, well, you ate today. Yeah. Oh, you have a house today. Yeah. Okay. Well that went well. Like, you know, you were, you, you slept all night. Yeah. That went well. Okay. It's just like this training of yourself to start looking at these things. I think in today's society, Mike, we take so much for granted. Oh, I'm just going to be able to sit at my computer. We're talking via via zoom right now. Right. It's like, it's mm -hmm. always going to work. I'm always going to have running water. You know, it's I could take a hot shower whenever I want. It's not until you don't have those things, you're deprived from those things, that you really see the positives that are in your life that are going on all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And a simple one that if we're here listening to this today, we woke up today. That's that's a, yeah. a privilege. You know, a lot of people, unfortunately, don't get that every day. Um, so that is a great start. We wake up with one thing to be grateful for. And it just keeps going from there. Uh, I saw something the other day and I've seen this before, but um, you know, the person complaining about their job, there's people without a job that would love that. The person complaining about their home, there's people without a home that would love that home. It's, it's all perspective. And we, we do take a lot of things for granted. And there are a lot of people that would love to be in our situation and focusing on gratitude and what we do have, even if it's, some food to eat, air to breathe, that we woke up today, a roof over our head. That's more than some people have. And that perspective, again, um, can do wonders, is really powerful. Absolutely. It's not until you don't have those things mm -hmm. uh, that you really notice them, right? Until you yeah. really, really notice them. And, you know, I know, Mike, there's people that are listening to this that they actually tuned in because they actually saw the headline, right? Yeah. They saw the episode title and they're in maybe early recovery and they've had to let go of a lot, right? Like I know for me in early recovery, I couldn't hang around the same people. I had to let go. L literally, I lost. It was God doing for me what I could do for myself, honestly. I just, everything, every day I woke up, everything was leaving, right? The apartment was leaving. The friends were leaving. I couldn't do my job anymore because it was alcohol related, right? Like, so I could, I couldn't do anything. Right, right. Like everything was, everything was going. Now a lot of stuff was coming, and I had to train myself to see. Ooh, this is an opportunity for me. Right, loss yeah. is an opportunity for me. But I think the peer group is the biggest thing. Right, like how how important is it to surround yourself and to start weeding out those habitually negative people who just drag you into like dust. Like by the five minutes with them. You're 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 ready to like you know go on a vacation and never come back. It's so important, uh, especially if you spend a lot of time with those people. Um, and and there's ways to do it aside from just cutting people off too. I know that's kind of the default and what a lot mm -hmm. of people think you have to do, but you can slowly get there. You don't maybe have to spend all the time with that person, but limit that time. You can direct the conversation just like you said earlier. You know, tell me three things that that's good that's happening for you right now. What I tend to do is if someone tells me something negative, I kind of point out the good, just like a subliminal, you know, sorry, you're going through that, but I'm glad that you're, you're making some changes and things are going well for you. And they start to kind of look at it and think, and anyone watching this will probably think, oh man, you've done that to me before. But I try, I try to do that because that's what I do with myself. When things go bad, it's just that little shift of like, well, what is going good? And even when a setback happens or someone is, is negative, you know, things are exiting your life, but what's the, what's the future look like? What's the real reason of that? 
is this bad? It's bad maybe in the moment or you think it's bad, but what will come after this? It's There's always two sides to it. So no matter what is happening, there's a, an alternate a perspective. And just taking a look at that and analyzing, you know, is this really a bad thing or will this help me in the future? Maybe it's tough now, but maybe I need to go through something tough so I can endure. I can keep going. I can, you know, keep that keep that up for, you know, much longer than just today or this week or this month. And your friend group and your your social group is a big part of that. Um, we've all, I think, heard the, you know, you are the five people that you surround yourself with the most. Yeah. I think a big part of that is their mindset too. Uh, not necessarily who those five people are. You know, if you're trying to start a business or something, of course you want five successful business people, but do they need to be successful business people or just someone that has a great outlook on life and that rubs off on you too? I think that's equally as important and it's good to have a mix of of people that that think in a positive way and can help you be successful, grow, and be the best version of yourself. For all of you Recovered Life Show listeners who've battled in sobriety and are ready to level up, listen up. I'm offering a week of my accountability coaching absolutely free. This isn't just about day-to-day survival. It's about aggressively propelling your life forward. Whether you're new to sobriety or have been sober for years and are struggling to elevate your life, I'm going to be your partner for a week and help you get on track and start living the recovered life you deserve. We're not just talking about setting goals here. We're going to pursue real, tangible breakthroughs in your personal and business life. This is more than recovery. It's about owning your path and seizing the greatness you're destined for. But hurry, spaces are limited. Don't wait. Go to DamonFrank.com and claim your free week and start your journey. It's time to transform survival into thriving. Visit DamonFrank.com and book your free week now. Absolutely. You almost, I I say like curating those people and I kind of do that now is finding people that really are going to not tell me what I want to hear because that, 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 that's dangerous. Right. But, but have, have that right mindset, you know, you know, just a funny story. Like when I was in early recovery, I was totally blessed. It was in San Francisco. There was a group that I was involved with that were as much older men than I was for the most part. They were 10, 20 years older than I was. And I would walk into this one meeting every week. It was actually twice a week. I would go and I would see the same group of people. They were very successful. Like one was a judge, business people. They had everything that I wanted, right? And it was a new sob story for me every week when I walked into this meeting. Like one week I walked in, I said, oh man, the girlfriend dumped me or whatever. They would stand up and applaud. They would stand up and it so pissed me off, Mike. I, I got to tell you, I was like, what is going Like, oh, it looks like I'm going to lose my apartment. They said, yeah, you know what I mean? Like... And finally, I was so upset and, you know, my sponsor pulled me aside and said, Damon, the reason that they're applauding is because God's bringing in new things to your life and you had to let go of these to get what's coming. You're just focusing on what you're losing. You're not focusing on what you're actually receiving, which is far bigger. And it's never going to work out for you, obviously, holding on to those things. So just let go of it. 
you know, and that was a big lesson for me about letting go. We talk about that a lot on the Recovered Life Show. How important is that, Mike? Like, really understanding that, like, some things are not meant to be. Like, you could pursue them, but sometimes you're suffering with negative thinking simply because you're creating it in your life by holding on to things. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's actual suffering and there's perceived suffering. Uh, and a lot of times our suffering is perceived. We create it. We think that we're suffering because we lost that job and maybe temporarily you are suffering because, you know, income or trying to make things work, but does another job come you know, into your life. That's way better than the last one. That's more aligned with what you want. And that's a better opportunity with more people. Uh, a big one is relationships too. You know, we've all had that heartache and, oh, I can't believe I lost this person and, and we broke up and this was the best relationship. And you find someone else down the road and you don't even remember that last person, you know, it's way better. You couldn't even imagine yourself back then. So it, a lot of it is just what we're, um, what we're thinking to be so rough and so bad. And if we really just take a step back and kind of have a bird's eye view of, is this really that, that tough, that difficult, or does it just feel like it because it is right now, you know, give attention to those feelings, but look at it from the big picture too. You know, this is a little speck of life and I have so much more what's next. You know, every time something, some door closes, another door opens. So what opportunity is opening for me? Yeah, and I think the most successful people in recovery and in life, um, that's how they look at it. They look at loss as an opportunity, right? They they don't look at it as a deficit. It's just part of life that things come and things go and things change and change is good. Um, You know, let's get into it, Mike. Let's really like, let's get down to the nitty gritty here. If somebody's listening to this and they're just a negative thinker and they're like, man, I've always been a negative thinker. My parents were a negative thinker. My uncle's a negative thinker. My grandparents were negative thinkers. It's always the worst case scenario. What's something, what's some strategies that they could deploy, Mike, right now that's going to help move them out of this? You talked about the list earlier. It doesn't have to be that extreme, but that same concept. Everything that happens that you find yourself and you catch yourself being negative about, find at least one thing that's positive about it. Um, You know, I had an argument with someone today. Well, I learned where we stand on this thing. Um, Right now it's, it's raining. I live in Phoenix. It's a beautiful, sunny place. Right now it's raining. Well, that's probably good for, you know, vegetation and other things. We probably needed it. It's very dry here. No matter what happens and even really difficult things, and I've had to go through this personally, even really tough things, tremendous losses, unexplainable situations. There's always something that comes out of it. You become a different person. You become a better person. You learn things. You're more aware. There's always something to take away. So just looking at every situation, catching yourself, awareness is huge. So just being aware in the first place is a huge step in the right direction. And then the next thing, just what is one positive or potential positive that can come from this? And starting to actually believe that um, another thing that I put in place, and this has been huge and super helpful for me. I brought it to, to show today is, is a jar of sticky notes. And when you feel like, you know, what, what good happened today? Everything was bad. What the concept is, is you take a sticky note, you write at least one good thing that happened that day. I put the date, I put it in a jar. I save it. I look at it six months, a year down the road. And I see 
you know, 365 good things that happened. Looking back at all the good things that happened to you, even if you don't feel like there's a hundred good things happening right now, so much good has happened. And then you get in that habit of gratitude. You have to, you know, with any other habit, you have to practice it often for it to become uh, a thing. So just focusing on the positive, focusing on gratitude, what can I be grateful for right now? What is going good? What good could come from this? And then that starts to build that. And again, back with the snowball, it starts to build momentum. And then you're thinking in a positive way before you even realize it. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I love this because you're really talking about habit, you know, creating this, this perspective in life that you're looking at life as an opportunity and that good things are going to happen. You know, I know for me, I remember a pivotal moment where, you know, and, and where in my life I had to make a decision to say, I'm going to go through life and I'm going to start actually looking almost like an Easter egg hunt. It sounds crazy, but like, where are, all of these amazing things that are happening, they've got to be around me somewhere. And you know, and where I where I first started to have awareness of this, Mike, was I wasn't able to see it myself, but in a 12-step group, I was able to see it in others. I saw people recovering, I saw people getting things, I saw people having relationships, I saw it working. And I had to ask myself a question: if I could see it in them. It has to be possible for me. And for that was a huge breakthrough for me because it opened the door for me able to start to kind of, in a way, go on a hunt every day for things that were coming into my life that were right there that I just, I just needed to become aware of. I love that. I love that. And that reminds me of a book that absolutely changed my life. And that is The Power of Now. It's all about mindfulness and focusing on this moment right now. If you think about the past and worry about the past, you're probably going to have anxiety and, you know, why did I, why did I do this? And this went wrong and I should have done this differently. And if you think about the future, you're, you're probably, you know, uh, I think I switched those. You're going to have anxiety thinking about the future and you might yeah. be depressed thinking about the past because of all the mistakes and things and things that you could have done if you focus on that and anxiety thinking about the future and what's going to happen. And, oh no, what could possibly happen if you focus on right now? And it's more than just yourself. It's everything happening around you. All the sensations, the smells, the sights, the sounds, just you can try just sitting in a room and just observing what's in nature is great for this. What's happening outside of me. Birds are doing some pretty cool things. Probably, you know, the trees, the, the grass, the plants, there's other people walking around and you just notice things that you didn't notice before and practicing mindfulness in that way. And then when you're around other people and you start to do exactly what you said, you start to notice things in them and people are smiling and they're so happy in the corner when, when you just focused about what could happen or what did happen, you don't notice those people. You don't notice those great things. And there's so many beautiful things that are happy and positive and can improve your life that we kind of have blinders and tunnel vision. But if we're just open to those experiences and just see what else is happening, there's so much more good out there than we probably realized. You know, I it's interesting because when I look at people who are, they have what I want, right? Like, they're very successful, maybe in business or in life, or they're just something about them. 
they tend to take a lot of the things I've noticed. They tend to take a lot of the things that you're talking about and link them into a bigger life purpose, right? And I didn't get this till later in my sobriety, but that really my life purpose and one of the reasons I I I, I do the podcast and you know I'm involved with recovered life is that you know I really just want to be of service to people, right? Like so. Can you talk a lot about a little bit about that, about how really taking this to the next level? Because it's yeah. not necessarily as much as, okay, well, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to do these practices. And yeah, you're look, you start looking at the positive, your life's going to change, right? Like your your, your life is going to change. Things are going to come into your life. You are going to have momentum. That that's just a fact. Like I see that. Like the empirical data is there that I see that. But what happens when you link it to something bigger? A a uh, a purpose. Doesn't it just take on a whole other meaning? It does, and I think the new perspective and what we're talking about becomes a kind of search for purpose. And your purpose just kind of shows up because you're realizing your own potential, your own value, your you know what you can do, what you can contribute. You realize how everything kind of plays together, and how many opportunities and great things there are out there. And when you're focused on negativity, you're you're very limited in what your opportunities are because you feel like maybe there's not that many opportunities. But when you focus on positivity and all the good things that, you know, could potentially be yours or you could contribute in some way, you start to find your purpose. You start to find what it is you really want to do and how you want to give back to other people. And giving back is a a, a big thing too you understand how much it helped you and you understand that there's a different life out there. That's why I became a coach is you want to help other people see that too. You don't want them to continue to go through the struggle that they're going through, or maybe that you went through at one point and you want to help them out of that. It's kind of a, I've seen a cycle of you, you do some healing, you do some growth. And then the next step in that is you want to give back and help someone else do it. And they just kind of repeat that cycle and, and it keeps going. Um, when you give to others and when you focus on helping other people, you're outside of yourself as well. And the, the attention and the focus isn't on you. It's not about all of your problems and all of the bad things. It's about helping someone else. And it's, it's greater than yourself. And I feel like that helps you really find a purpose too, because we're all in this together. And the more that you can connect to other people, help them and help them see a different, better way. That's the most rewarding thing I've found in life so far is helping someone make a change and seeing that joy when they're living a, a happier life. Ah, let's talk a little bit about your perspective of what, what happened in your life. How has your life changed? Because obviously you're a self-described, you were a self-described negative thinker yeah. looking at the negative how has doing this, what's been the ROI for you, the return on investment, right? Like, was it worth it? Like, what's the difference in your life? I can't even measure the ROI. You know, it's it's so much that it's it, you can't even put something tangible behind it. Uh, my life has changed in so many ways. Um, and mindset has been a huge part of that and the way of thinking and, you know, gratitude and positivity. Um yeah. So many more opportunities have come into play. So many more relationships 
um, friends, other, you know, family, just I've connected with people in a different way and a deeper way than I ever thought before, because people want to be around other people that are enjoying life. They want to know how you're doing it. They want to enjoy life too. And it just brings people together so much more. Um, business-wise, people want to work with people that are happy and positive and exciting and happy to be around. You know, if you, you know, nobody wants to really be around like an Eeyore and just, oh, everything is kind of frustrating right now. You know, you're not going to have those life opportunities. So, so many doors have opened up and even just conversations, you're so much more approachable. You, you know, the energy just goes all around other people feed on that. I'm attracted to people that have that sort of energy and mm-hmm. just love for life. And it's hard to even put into words just how many more opportunities there are and how much better life can be when you just switch the way that you look at it a little bit. You know, there's a lot of, I use the, I use the term uh, trapped in the church basement a lot. Um, nothing to do with churches or religion, but it's more like, you know, a lot of 12-step meetings happen in churches. And I've noticed something with just, you know, my three decades of doing this is that there are some people who they physically get sober and then that's it, right? They'll maybe improve their life a little bit, but they're afraid. It really comes down to fear, Mike, you know, like if I change anything, I might not be sober. If I step out of my comfort zone, it's too scary for me, right? Like they're paralyzed, like just paralyzed right and i think a lot of it after the whole physical recovery side of it after you're physically sober and you go through any program that you're going to go through and you do the work right it does it really is a mindset game it's all like how can i get the mindset how can i then execute these tasks a, a big one for me like i found is that it would stop for me the mindset would stop working when I was grabbing too much onto expectations of the way that I thought things should go, you know, and then later, Mike, you know, learning that my way was very limited, that there was a much bigger way that I had to be open. Yeah. I had to have bumper rails. Like if I wanted to go, you know, out for ice cream, I sometimes didn't end up at pizza. Like I could go to, right. But I needed to be open a little bit, right? Like I I needed to not so grab tight, to the way that I thought it needed to happen because I was blocking off all the great things that were really being created through my mindset because I'm, I'm now limiting. I'm saying, yeah, thank you for everything that's coming in now. Oh, I'm really grateful for this. Now it's got to happen exactly this way. Yeah. And you said one of the words that I love talking about, and that has made a huge difference for me and that's expectations expectations set us up for so many bad things. Um, It's good to have standards. It's good to have goals. It's good to have optimism. But when you expect something, you kind of limit yourself to only that outcome. And if it's anything short of that outcome, you're causing frustration and negative feelings and hurt and pain and disappointments yourself. So an example of that, say this, this podcast right now, if you had an expectation of what I would talk about, how I would say it, I have no idea what that is, right? So if I fall just a tiny bit short of your expectation, you're probably disappointed with this, with how this interview is going. 
but I have no idea how that's going. So how can I live up to that expectation? Even if you share that, you have something in your mind to a T of how that will go. And you can think of any example in life, meeting someone for lunch, how other people should drive, how so- if someone should open the door for you or not. We have to release those expectations because when you expect something from someone else, you're really just setting yourself up for failure. Um, you can hope that someone does something, but the only thing you can control is your own actions, how you go about life and people are going to be themselves. And I think allowing yourself to be you and do, you know, uh, give yourself a little bit of grace will help you give others a little bit of grace too. And that will make a, a huge change in life as well. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that perspective that you gave, you know, final thoughts here, Mike. Yeah. I know that there's somebody listening to this podcast right now, probably several people that are saying, Mike, 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 you don't understand. You, you, you don't understand. I've always been negative, right? Am I, is this really going to work for me? Like if I take the leap, because it's scary, like I, I'm just going to, it's scary, right? Like I just want to acknowledge that. Like people who've always had negative, they're comfortable, even though it's crap, they're comfortable in it. Right. Yeah. Um, is this real? Can this really change my life? Could this really be a game changer in my life and recovery if I change this negative thinking? What would be your message to them? I mean, yeah, absolutely. It is life changing. I think as far as fear goes, reflecting back, and I don't, I don't like to do a whole lot in the past, but it's good to reflect and see where you've been and where you're going. Don't dwell there, but you know, take it as a learning experience. What great things have come without fear? What awesome experiences or great changes in life have come without there being some sort of fear. The great things that happen in life are on the other side of it. And the courage to move past that is where all the the great stuff lies. So anything new is going to be scary. Moving, finding a new job, a new relationship, uh, skydiving. You know, I've never done it, but it's on my list. But everyone that's done it, they are terrified. And then they absolutely, most people that I've talked to, absolutely love it. Think of anything like that. Conquering fear helps build confidence and the courage to do so unlocks a lot of different things. So just changing the perspective of, you know, I could never do this to maybe it's possible and diving into fear, you know, as long as it's not physically harmful, fear is not necessarily a bad thing. It's an indicator of something, you know, exciting is happening and fear and excitement are the same physical emotion. So having that switch too of, oh, I'm so terrified this, you know, I'm nervous. Something's happening right now. It's the same feeling as excitement. It's just all in your mind. So if you think of, you know, I'm so nervous to go on this carnival ride, well, that's the same feeling that you're going to feel when you're really excited that you did it. So just a little shift, try it out. That would be my advice is just try it. Uh, what's the worst that's going to happen from being positive? Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Great, great things. Great things. Yeah. Mike Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show, guys. We are going to put links to how you can get a hold of Mike uh, some information about his mindset coaching and his business reworking mindsets. Mike, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for having me here. Happy to do so. Sometimes addiction recovery can be a lonely battle, but you don't have to fight it alone. At Recovered Life, we're dedicated to helping you live your best recovered life. And that's why we're inviting you to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. 
Every week, we carefully curate exclusive content from leading minds in addiction recovery, mental health, and all things important to the recovery lifestyle. Stay in the know with the latest news about addiction and get exclusive invitations to special recovery-focused events and explore insights tailored to support recovery from alcoholism, drug addiction, codependency, disordered eating, dysfunctional family dynamics, gambling, and so much more. With our newsletter, each week becomes an opportunity for growth, healing, and taking a step closer to the life you deserve. Take your first step towards a brighter future today. Go to recoveredlife.us and subscribe for free. Sign up now at recoveredlife.us.